0: There are other ways to connect your phone to your vehicle speakers too. You can see detailed instructions when you Google ways to listen to vision. However and wherever you listen to vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music
1: will help you look to God daily. Life,
0: culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020
1: on Vision. Let's turn our attention to Christians and online dating. Well, it's not unusual that Christians might be divided on the issue of online dating and how we best honour God in the area of romantic relationships. There will be, of course, pros and cons for online dating. The unknown always offers the possibility of dangers in getting to know total strangers. For some, there's the risk of becoming completely consumed, with the idea of finding a perfect match as well as cost considerations and, of course, there's the security of your personal information. But the trends will show that in a gig economy, meeting online has become the most popular way for couples to connect. There's a number of Christian dating sites operating in Australia, but today some attention to an initiative that comes from the UK that's launching in Australia and that introduces people through online speed dating. Paul Ryder leads Salt, a Christian dating app that focuses on giving Christian singles a convenient way to identify their best match. Paul's joining us from the UK. Hello, Paul. Welcome along to 2020.
0: Oh, good morning, Neil. Thank you for having me. Happy New Year.
1: Thank you, Paul. Hey, Salt coming to Australia. You're already happening there in England and in Wales, in Scotland, in Northern Ireland. Uh, what's going to happen as Salt gets established in Australia?
0: Yeah, we've been going for a couple of years here in the UK, and um, you know, I think our heart, as you mentioned, is to to, to really help Christians meet others. Uh, and with the online trend also, as you mentioned, just going through the roof, particularly over the last year with, with, with the COVID pandemic, um, but also more broadly, 40% of couples now meeting online. I think, you know, our focus and the heart is, is definitely about connecting Christians who might not have otherwise have a chance to meet. You know, we hear lots of stories here in the UK, and I'm sure we're and hopefully we're going to hear lots more in Australia about people who maybe lived five, 10 kilometers away from each other, but wouldn't have met because they weren't in the same group of friends or they weren't at the same church so therefore actually how would you meet unless you met online so I, i think there's a big opportunity for um for single christians to meet um and you know over the last uh, few weeks, we've done sort of a pre-launch in Australia and we've had thousands of people download the app. and some amazing feedback. So what we're really focused on is, is doing our best to try and make the best possible product and to keep improving it so that more and more um, Christians in Australia can, uh, can meet other people they wouldn't otherwise have the chance to meet.
1: Paul, well, as you say, COVID has really boosted uh, the idea of an online app and meeting your uh, perfect match. Uh, but even before COVID, the trends were pointing this way, weren't they, that people would hope to meet their future spouse, uh, not just in a group of singles meeting face-to-face, but meeting online?
0: Absolutely. And it's been, been going this way uh, for the last few years. I think it's recent studies showed that 40% of new relationships are, are now you know, between people who have met online and that's sort of the most popular way of so it's taken over from, you know, meeting in a bar or restaurant or through friends or whatever. So the, the trends are definitely going and, and I don't see it reversing anytime soon. Um, but, but you're right, with the COVID pandemic and, um, you know, particularly here in the UK, we're, we're, you know, in total lockdown. We can't even leave our town and we can barely leave the house unless for certain, uh, you know, reasons like buying food and essentials. Um, you know, it's very hard to meet other people and that's coupled with the point i mentioned earlier about actually it's hard to meet people outside your circle but when you can't even leave the house you know how do you meet people and so i think you know technology and and apps and websites um provide a fantastic way to do this um it's uh yeah so so i think it's sort of a trend that's only going to only going to only going to continue
1: paul let's talk about single christians for a moment here a lot of single christians will say i'm a part of a local church that's where I'm expecting to meet my partner, and in some ways, if I go outside of my local church or if I go onto an online dating site, uh, somehow or other, I'll not be faithful to this idea that uh, you know God is going to send my perfect match along to me in my local church. Do you hear sorts of sentiments like that when people are discussing online dating? Definitely,
0: and it's sort of, I think it's probably, I, I'm married and have been for a few years, but it's sort of something that I, I myself have wrestled with through the dating and singleness process, because, you know, for a start, there, there is the point you just made about, you know, not trusting God, which is which is a really good one, and it's sort of, it's, it's a very difficult balance in, in, in dating and singleness, and also in so many other parts of life, where we, I, I think as Christians, we need to be active and, you know, um, I think St. Ignatius was remarked, you know, do everything as if it relies on us and pray as if everything relies on God. And it's that sort of that that, that daily tension about taking active steps and doing things. For example, if you were just wanting to meet someone in person, you'd you'd maybe attend um, particular singleness groups or courses, or you would go to some social events, or you would you know go to parties with friends of friends or whatever. So, in a way, we're always taking steps to be active, and I ask, I think, you know, going online can just be an extension of that. It's another step we're taking, and it's another tool, similarly like all of the other technology we use. You know, we we use so much other technology, um, both through the church context and setting, but also just in in, in our day-to-day lives, through work and everything else. And I think online dating can be an extension of that. But I think, you know, the word you use there about sort of an expectation, perhaps, I think that's a a really key one, because I think if we step from all of this, it's really important that the way that we're approaching singleness... this whole journey of of maybe discerning whether we want to meet someone and then how we meet them and then how we build a relationship. Those are all really important points. And I think, you know, all of those things need to be submitted to God. And I think it's really important that we do discern when is the right time for me to date? What are the things that I'm prioritizing? And it's bringing in your friends and family and trusted people to, to talk about this journey and to share your journey that you're going on. Um, because, you know, I don't think we're called to do these things as individuals on alone. So I think, you know, talk to others. Um, you know, we certainly see it as a as an active step that one can take alongside everything else we're doing. Um, it just needs to be held in the right in in the right balance and and also I think it's incumbent on us as SALT to make sure that we're creating a product that really supports that uh, and, and helps get the balance right and helps value people in their true and whole identity as, 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 as children of God um, and not just as some sort of product or commodity and something to be swiped on on a screen, a photo or something like that. So I think there's a big role that we need to play in that, but I also think you know, there's, a, there's, there's a big responsibility for individuals as Christians to, um, to be offering all these things up to God and then to you know, discern what's best for them.
1: Uh, Great advice for singles to involve your closest family members in the journey because that actually isn't it, Paul, a real safeguard because of some of the dangers that you will often hear about about online dating Mm -hmm. apps.
0: Yeah, and I think there's two sides to this. One is, um, and I think you mentioned this earlier, is the data and security and all that side of things. And I think that goes for almost every online solution. There's always going to be, you know, making sure that we're using reputable sites and reputable uh, apps, et cetera. But then there's the other point about, okay, well... Me as an individual, if someone goes onto an app and starts engaging with someone. Actually, could this person have, you know, malicious intent? Could they be uh, trying to scam me? Could they just be lying and catfishing me? You know, there's a, there's a big question around there. And so, again, I think it comes back to the individual and uh, Salt as an organization, as an app, our responsibility is to make sure we do everything we can to keep the product safe, to keep bad actors off that. And we use a variety of different technology and proprietary techniques that we've built up to make sure that we can spot fraudulent activity but i also don't think it's really important for individuals to take the same wisdom that they would take to every other you know in virtual commerce, real-life scenario, if you go out to a coffee shop or to a bar or something, you're going to really be, you know, thinking through the process. So I think you still need to discern: okay, who am I talking to? What are they saying? Let's piece together the elements. Let's share it with a friend because, again, a different perspective can be really helpful about, you know, someone's intentions or who they might be. And then it's a case of, you know, not 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 sort of falling in love and spending the next three months just talking to someone on a messaging app, but rather, you know, if you feel like there's a bit of a click within the first few days, uh, maybe even a week or something, jump on a video call, jump on a WhatsApp call, a Skype, a Zoom, whatever. Um, And, you know, lots of apps are looking at building video calling and voice calling into the apps to save security there. So I think there are lots of things that need to happen, but I think, you know, us as individuals, We still need to attach the same wisdom and discernment to every step that we take online as we would do in any other aspect of our life.
1: Paul, so many Christian believers, and those especially who are committed to following Christ and putting him first, they don't want to get the relationships of their lives wrong. And so this idea of being unequally yoked Uh, oftentimes is a very high concern because dating a non-believer is often uh, one of the worst mistakes, can take you away from your commitment to Christ. Uh, This idea of being equally yoked, uh, is there advantage here in what you've got coming onto your app very soon for Australians, and that is this idea of online speed dating, uh, the opportunity to, uh, to really get to know someone before you actually meet them in person?
0: I think there are a few different parts to that, um, but, but, but I, I do think it's important to speak over video and to really get a sense. I think so much of our communication can be um, nonverbal and you know, looking at someone's body language, the interaction, the way they talk, the way they engage with you is so important. So I think if if you can do that through a speed dating or just through another video call or something, I think adding different parts to that interaction is is really, really important. Um, But as far as the being equally and unequally yoked, I think, you know, I think this, this, and it's a great question. And it's a concern for many. I think it, it, it starts way before this dating scenario. If we take a few steps back as individuals, again, how are we approaching singleness and how are we approaching dating? What are our expectations and what are those expectations founded on and I think that 's really important and and so I think there 's a, a real approach that we all need to take and but, but at the same time, you know depending on the the geography and the location, depending on the church numbers you know, here in the u k um, it 's well documented and there 's research to show that there's a there 's a gap between the number of men and women in the church you know sixty forty and far more women and so you know, it's very easy for me as a married man to say, well, you know, we need to be, we need need to see God on this. But, but, But the reality is there aren't enough men in the church here in the UK relative to the number of women. And that means this whole conversation becomes a lot harder and and sort of there's no sort of magic silver bullet or there's no sort of obvious answer and i think you know we certainly see the role that salt's playing as one part of this and you know if we think if we can connect other people or we can you know that be that through the app or be that through some Mm -hmm. online speed dating events that's a real positive but actually there's a much wider dialogue in the wider Church and other organisations and charities focusing on relationships and marriage, even evangelism, bringing people into the church. So I think there there, there are almost lots of roles for lots of people to play, um, and I think it's important that you know people prioritise this because you know families and loving relationships and marriage um, and that sort of environment are fundamental for the for the for, for the functioning of any any any, any successful society. Um, if we look at here in the UK, we, we spend. £50 billion pounds a year is the cost of breaking relationships and broken relationships and marriages. So, you know, that's more than we spend on the fence, and that's down to relationship breakdown. So it, this is a big issue. Um, and, I, I, you know, I'm sorry, I don't have specific data about Australia, but I can imagine, you know, there's some, some, some similarities to draw there. So getting the stuff right is important. But, you know, for anyone who's listening here who's part of a church or an organisation, this is a much bigger conversation that I think we need to be having so that we can support... Um, Uh, Christians to be as you say equally yoked.
1: It is a big conversation it is a very big issue it's like a minefield that you've got to negotiate to find your lifelong partner, your lifelong mate, spouse, uh, husband or wife and and of course even when you are starting on the same foundation Uh, yes you're both Christians Uh, you've still got the differences between who's in the shallow end and who's in the deep end and so uh, all sorts of things and there are dangers of course that need to be negotiated and great advice Paul when you said uh, go on the journey with those who are closest to you those trusted family friends let me give the way that people can be connected in this new Christian dating site it's an app which you can find in your app store and play store it's salt christian dating s-a-l-t salt christian dating it's been happening for a number of years in the uk it's now active in australia and and just before i let you go paul uh, this whole uh, online speed dating that you've got as a real identifier for salt uh, that's not happening just right now but it's about to launch here in australia
0: Absolutely. So we, we 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 built this during the first lockdown here in the UK. Uh, it's been very popular as a way of getting people together uh, for an hour, say on a Sunday night a Saturday night, where we will pair you and match you up with lots of other dates. So you can go on maybe eight to ten dates in the space of an hour, uh, for a few minutes long uh, each. Uh, you can get to meet people, uh, and then at the end of each mini date you can like each other or not like each other and we will match you together in the app if you both liked each other and there's also the option actually at the end to have uh, one extended call so if there's someone in particular you really enjoy talking to you can sort of you can notify us about that and then you can get matched to have a much longer conversation at the end of uh, all the mini speed dates as well so that, that's been really successful in the uk we, we we are hoping to launch soon in australia um over the over the coming weeks
1: The app is available both in the App Store and Play Store. It's called Salt Christian Dating. Paul Ryder leads Salt, the Christian dating app. Paul, thanks so much for letting us in on your plans here on 2020. Neil, thanks so much for having me.
0: Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.